0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker and today we're talking with Pastor Rob Stevenson, senior pastor of Rock of Our Salvation Church in Chicago's Austin neighborhood. We're talking on practical ways to diversify your church following a biblical model with Christ at the center. I'm an attorney and a partner with the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys that focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. We do everything from zoning to estate planning, not-for-profit administration to religious freedom. You can find out more about us by going to malkandbaker.com, that's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com, or call us at 312-726-1243. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter to keep up to date on developments about faith and the law. But now, back to to the pastor and to his church Um, Rock of Our Salvation Church in Chicago's Austin Community. Pastor, your heart has been for diversity within the church, for reconciliation between uh, the races, and for bringing Christ into the middle of all of that. Tell us a little bit about your background. How did this passion and this desire come about within you?
1: Rich, I am so grateful to be here um, it's so awesome, I believe, to have lawyers for Jesus. Um, uh, as you say, I'm Robert Lewis Stevenson, the Rock of Our Salvation Church, senior pastor. Um, I've been a part of Rock Church now for 15 years. Um, now I'm the senior pastor the last five years. Um, growing up in the inner city of Chicago, um, you know, understanding racial strife and um I remember my mom used to tell us, you know what what goes on in our house stays in our house, you know, and um we just was guarded against the other race because we just didn't know what we didn't know. Uh and of course when I came to Rock Church, I was blown away just the fact that there were white folks in a church in a predominantly all black community. What's wrong with these folks in here? Why they're here? And so I had to find out why they were there. And the thing was, it was, just, it was about Jesus. So what did
0: you see? It sounds like in your community, like in my community, sometimes there's no mixing of races and you really don't know about the other side. Did you find there was also a sort of a racism in, on the black community as well with regard to these issues?
1: Absolutely. Um, I mean, we just think about years of slavery Um, when you're not taught to be uh, intentional. And if your surroundings not giving you an opportunity to engage with the other race, well, you walk around ignorant for a long time until you actually get engaged and understand there are people who don't look like you, but has a heart and love God just like you.
0: So that was your experience. Was it Rock Church where you first uh, got involved with an interracial congregation?
1: Really uh, a church called uh, um, Chicago Church of Christ, and that was years ago. But uh, Rock Church was very intentional about changing and understanding racial strife.
0: Well, let's talk about then that intentionality. Now, Rock Church has set its heart on a multicultural, um, race-diverse culture and worship that is centered on Jesus Christ and the Scriptures. Tell us a little bit about this
1: church. Well, this church is uh located 118 North Central. And uh if you wanted to go on our website, uh you can go on www.rockofoursalvation.com. dot com. Um also I want to just give the numbers seven seven three eight five four sixteen twenty-three. Um, there's a lot of historical facts that you will find on our website. I wish I had time to tell it all to you, but I pray that uh, our listeners would do that.
0: We're going to pack in as much as we can. We don't have much time, but and we'll probably have to have you back just to do a little bit more. All right. Um, there's an acronym for the vision of your church and for its mission. That is CALLED. Tell me about that acronym.
1: Well, call. Uh, as we know, see to be purposely involved in cross-cultural outreach and bridging uh, building between races. So what we do is uh, we're very intentional because we're a part of the Evangelical Free Church. We are really the Jackie Robinson of the free church. And so we have churches come from all over the country to come in and, and engage what we do on a Sunday. Uh, a is to focus our ministry in the Austin neighborhood. We are located in the Austin community. Uh, L is to build leaders within our membership, and that's what I really believe that God has called us to do, is to build and raise up leaders within our uh, congregation. The other L in call is to function on the Lordship of Jesus Christ as prescribed and approved by the Holy Scriptures. And E is to engage uh, in evangelism, to spread the gospel. And the one way we do that, we do it with 100 Block 100 Churches on a Wednesday at 6 o'clock p.m. when we engage in the community of Austin. And the other D is to make disciples of Jesus Christ doing the teaching and preaching of the Holy Scriptures. So that is our acronym, CALLED.
0: This is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker of the law firm of Malkin Baker. Today we're talking with Pastor Rob Stevenson from Rock of Our Salvation Church in Chicago's Austin neighborhood. Well, let's pick up on that. So you've just given me the mission called. What does that look like in your
1: community? What are you doing as a church? Well, you know what that looks like. First of all, um, we are located on Washington Central. Uh, For the last 30 years, we've been worshiping in our gym. And now um, that we have a sanctuary, we actually have partnered with Callis Circle Rock. It's a school. Uh, we have 516 kids, as well as our other partner, Circle of Ministries, a big campus. And right now we're doing a capital campaign uh, for our, uh, a sanctuary, which will be seating 960 folks. And so right now doing this capital campaign, we are uh, needing to raise a little over $2.2 million. But I'm going to tell you something. It will change the fabric of our community.
0: In the Austin community, $2.2 million is a pretty big vision, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> One of the things I've loved about meeting you is the fact that, you know what? There is faith. Yes. God is sitting on his throne. He hasn't forgotten his people. No, he hasn't. Now, now, race relations is a pretty big wall, isn't it? Yes, it is. And so what do you see in your church in terms of how do you go about breaking that wall? Down?
1: Oh, that's a good question because um, – <clears throat> Uh, our founder, um, Dr. Raleigh Washington, and um, the founder of Rock, uh, Circle of Ministry, Dr. Uh, Glenn K. Ryan, uh, rest his soul, they had uh, written a book called Breaking Down Walls. And there are eight principles which we uh, believe in and, uh, and live that out. One of them is commitment to relationship. See, racial reconciliations are built upon the foundation of commitment and relationships. Then the other one is intentionality. Let me stop
0: you as we go on in these. When you say that, the first thing I think is it's different than just coming in and visiting a church one time, mm-hmm. and then you're back to your own community, and and now I've done racial reconciliation. That's not racial reconciliation, is it?
1: No, no.
0: All right, so this re- relationship means something ongoing, doesn't it? Yes, it does. All right, so— so I'm gonna. So what is ongoing? What what? How do you develop an ongoing relationship? Let's say you're bringing in somebody from Kansas, and
1: how does that become ongoing? That's great. Here it is. The key word is intentionality. You have to be intentional to cross racial bounds, cross racial barriers. You have to be willing to say, you know what? Let me invite you and have you over my house. I want to bring you in. I want to have breaking the bread. I want to get to know you. I don't want to just have these stereotypes. But that's key. That's the key of breaking racial strife is intentionality.
0: Now, that's not an easy thing to break through those different cultural uh, lines that we all draw. Um, for instance, if I were to say to you, first time I ever met you, never met me before, I
1: said, come on
0: over to my house for dinner.
1: What would you think? I'll think you're crazy, to be honest with you. <laughs> See, there's some of those lines, isn't <laughs> Right, right.
0: That's true. Now, right. But to me, why would I be crazy? What... what be- What's going on in your head?
1: One is fear. The other is why. I want to understand why you want to get to know me, because I don't know. But see, the Bible tells us something different. The Bible tells us about the unity of the body. And although we are one body, we made up different parts. And so what I had to understand coming in myself, because I wasn't I didn't want to engage with white folks, but the Bible taught me that we to be unified and love one another as I've loved you.
0: And what I'm hearing you say, Pastor, is one of the greatest demonstrations of the power and the love of God is Amen. to see his people unified and reconciled because we don't see it in the world.
1: That's right. In fact, you know what? First, second Corinthians chapter five, verse 18 through 20 talks about reconciliation through God's word. We have become ambassadors of reconciliation. And we have to have that. We have to own that.
0: So ambassadors go out of their own uh, little country, don't they? Somewhere else. They do. So (laughs) so I guess that's what you're talking about. All right, we've only gotten to two of these. We might get to one more before the break. All right. What's another of of the principles? I think the third one is sincerity.
1: Yes, it is. It's the willingness to be vulnerable. Are you willing to air your garbage? I got a good a a quick analogy we do with this thing called fudge ripple but oftentimes I had a white brother said you know well why do we as white folks put our garbage underneath the sink and black folks put their garbage by the door and the white brother said you know huh because we don't want people to see our garbage and black folks just they just taking out the garbage (laughs) you gonna see what you see I thought that was quite unique
0: There's a lot of things like that, aren't there? They sure is. So in your church, and I've only got a couple seconds left before break, in your church, how do you deal with all these differences? How do you get it out so that people are are not even afraid to ask the questions?
1: Because we do a thing called Fudge Ripple, and hopefully when we come back, I can speak on that a little bit about coming together and sharing. Well, just before we go, give your address again, because people are going to come. 118 North Central, uh, Chicago, Illinois, zip code is 60644. Again, 118 North Central, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Coming up, we will talk further about the value of diversifying your church. I'm Rich Baker of Malkin Baker, and you're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker, partner with the firm of Malkin Baker, and we're talking with Pastor Rob Stevenson from Rock of Our Salvation Church, Uh, Pastor, when we uh, went to break, we were talking about eight principles that you've applied in the church with regard to really bringing about racial reconciliation. Mm -hmm. We had left off with sincerity. Let's pick up with that and then just keep going.
1: Yeah, again, um, it's a willingness to be vulnerable. And one of the ways we do that, uh, we do this thing called Fudge Ripple, which black and whites uh, loving to serve one another. uh, We meet together. uh, We find a topic that we're going to talk about. And white folks go in one room, black folks go to another room. We talk about the topic. Then we come back and have a ice cream social. And we have Oreo cookies, um, uh, black and white Oreo cookies, and vanilla ice cream, chocolate ice cream. <laughs> and uh, we begin to be very intentional about our conversation. And um, one of the questions, just an example. There. I, I
0: wanted to know one of those questions. One, one of go the ahead. questions
1: is, uh, why do white folks um, – um, they ask a lot of questions when they first meet you, and um, we just, you know, black folks want to know because it seem like white folks are nosy, and so because in, in historically in the black culture, your parents tell you what happened in your house stays in your house, so don't talk about our personal life with anybody, especially the other culture, you know. So, so it's very intentional like that, and I'm telling you, man, people begin to let their guards down when you're able to answer and ask questions. That's really already...
0: true. And by the way, I do ask a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> it probably makes you very
1: nervous. No, it doesn't. But, I love it.
0: it. I love it. But you know what? It's interesting when you say this, because I've also learned this. You know, there was a lot of prejudice against Jewish people in mm. the United States. Sure. And one of the things they said is they're stingy. Yeah. But I'm from a Scottish background. And you know what? We're stingy. It's not <laughs> It's not black and white either. And, and when you reminded me of, of, of that... I think of British people who are very reserved and Americans can really offend them because mm-hmm. they ask so many questions. Sure. So these are cultural things that are even beyond black and white, although they do affect the black and white community. That's true. All right. So keep on going. We've just done sincerity.
1: Next is sensitivity. So this intentional, uh I try to really understand, have empathy uh, for other people and other race, because I think oftentimes. It's ignorance that I believe that holds us back. We just don't know what you don't know. And the only way you can know it is to ask questions, get involved. You know, Rich, when I think about how our congregation uh, is made up, our elders are uh, not just black elders on the board, it's black and white, and so that represent our church and that's how it is throughout our whole church, with our ministers, our congregations, even the music that we listen to. It is very diversified
0: all right, so um sensitivity moving on from that what's what's the next thing that you do
1: well Again, we interdependence. We recognize our differences, but realize that each of us offers something different, and we want to be able to help and want to be able to learn those qualities. I think is so. I think it's very important.
0: Well, you're using that example from Corinthians, right there, aren't you? Absolutely, the, of the body Absolutely. Of That's right. So, so you know, I ask this question right away when I hear that. Um, what do I have to bring to your church? How would I add anything to you? Or somebody coming into your church, what do I have to add?
1: Well, Rich, I think number one is you was intentional. You walk in that door. That tells me, you know, you, you wasn't lost. This is something you did intentionally. You want to learn. And I believe when you walk in our doors wanting to learn, we want to embrace that mm-hmm. because we know for a fact that we believe that God sent you.
0: You know, the one of the biggest things if I were to walk into your church is immediately I would be asking, am I welcome here? That's always a big, big part of it. And I'm sure anyone walking into any facility, they're going to say, what am I doing here? Am I welcome here? And uh, so you're telling me if I walk into your doors, I'll hear that I'm welcome.
1: In (laughs) fact, you and anyone else and all of our listeners, we hope that you would consider walking in our doors. In fact,
0: I'm walking in your doors. man. (laughs) Oh, man, I believe
1: it here. I want to I want to make sure everyone know that we are located 118 North Central on the west side of Chicago. Um we are also uh, start our uh, worship service at 1035 to 1245. You are welcome. All walks of life are welcome. Come as you are. You don't have to wear a suit that day. You can have shorts on. We just want the heart to come.
0: Uh, one thing that I want to bring up, and then we'll come back to the eight principles, You've got a, a festival going on, don't you, in October?
1: We do. In fact, it's called Love Your Neighbor Day Initiative. It's October the 7th from 9 a.m. until that means we're going to go out. We're going to love our neighbors, going to pick up garbage. We're going to come back for a big uh, lunch and a powerful worship service. We really believe that's how you engage loving your neighbors. You bring them in. You show them the love of Christ by actions.
0: Before we get back, um, you're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker of the firm of Malkin and Baker. And if you're just tuning in, we're with Pastor Rob Stevenson from Rock of Our Salvation Church. I can't say it any other way. You've got to say Rock of Our Salvation Church. About ways you can graciously build your church into becoming more diverse and a more welcoming multicultural church. All right, we are working with eight principles. Um, the next one is sacrifice.
1: What does that mean? Sacrifice is the willingness to relinquish and establish status or position, meaning what we're saying is, are you willing to cross the racial lines? What are you willing to lay your life down for? Are you willing to say, listen, I'm willing to move in this community and really get engaged, or I just come? It's going to take a sacrifice to really walk this out, and that's what we have seen people do in our congregation.
0: Isn't that the essence of of the gospel? Didn't Jesus cross lines, so to speak, coming down from heaven to earth? That was
1: not an easy move, I don't think. No, it wasn't. But uh, the thing that I love that you even use Jesus as an example, because when he went into the Garden of Gethsemane, it wasn't that he, he was afraid to die. What it really was, it was drinking a cup of judgment. Yeah. And that's what I call total sacrifice. When he drank that cup of judgment, he says, God, not as my will, but let your will be done. He had a nevertheless mindset.
0: I'm thinking of the scriptures in Philippians. It says he humbled himself, becoming obedient to death, even death on a
1: cross. Absolutely, brother.
0: And that's that's. I look at that and I say, Lord, give me more. I'm afraid of that. Yeah. but But that's where we're going. So sacrifice is part of it. Now, you've told me that Many, many people have come into the Austin community and become a part of your church making that sacrifice. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Well, what we've seen is we have uh, some of our white brothers and sisters who uh, moved in. Um, Their families wasn't really uh, on board because of the violence. You know, Uh, hey, you're going into predominantly a black community. And some of their families disowned them because of the move they made. And to this day, we have families that have been there over 30 years Mm -hmm. who have raised their children, and I'm telling you, they are a pillar of our church today. It's an
0: example, isn't it, for everybody? It sure is. Next one is
1: empowerment. Tell me about that. Well, it's the use of repenting and forgiving and creating complete freedom in a cross-cultural relationship. You really look at 2 Corinthians to a eight nine that really talks about this like man i want to empower you i want to help you i want to go across where i've blown it at i want to be real about my prejudices i want to tell you brother this is where i was at only because i was ignorant and the stereotypes i just didn't know yeah
0: you know you know i hear empowerment your definition is so different than the one we hear in the world mm. the one we hear in the world is an empowerment meaning give me more give me more and mm-hmm. But yours is one based on the Bible, which is really, let me give you more. That's right. Is what I'm hearing. Absolutely. One of the reasons I love this church and one of the reasons I want everybody to hear about this church is because I see that the gospel – You take it seriously, don't you? Yes, I do. Hallelujah. I love it, too. Come on and join us sometime. (laughs) All right. And so the last one here, and we're getting close to the end of this, unfortunately, for this time, is CALL. Tell me about this CALL.
1: Yes. The CALL, again, is the acronym that we, a part of our mission, uh, the purpose to be involved in cross-culture, the focus in our ministry in Austin, and to build up leaders within our membership and to the function of the Lordship Jesus Christ as prescribed in the Holy Scripture, and, of course, to always engage in evangelism and, as you know, to make disciples.
0: So what I'm hearing in all of this, and I'm running out of time, is the unity comes through Jesus Christ. It does, brother. In in fellowship and in obedience to his scriptures. And that that's where the walls ended back in the New Testament, and Paul wrote about
1: breaking down walls. It's the same today, isn't it? It is. I would love for our listeners to consider First Corinthians chapter twelve, uh, verse uh, twelve through twenty-six, and that really sums up the unity and the diversity of the body. Because when a person became, becomes a Christian, the Holy Spirit takes up residence, and he or she is born into God's family, and we're given one spirit to drink, meaning that the Holy Spirit. Completely fills our innermost being, and as members of God's family, we have the difference, in, we, yet we have different interests and gifts, but we have a common goal. Unity and diversity has always been the heart of God for the body of Christ.
0: We appreciate you coming on today, Pastor Rob. How can our listeners learn more about Rock of Our Salvation Church and support it?
1: Well, it'll be great. Uh, one is You can reach us at www.rockofoursalvation.com. Our phone number is 773-854-1623. And again, we start our services at uh, 1035 to 1245. Listen. You will have an experience. We need you to come along board to be our partners. And again, we thank God for you, and may God bless you. Thanks, Rich. You're welcome. One last thing. When is that thing in October? Love Your Neighbor Day is October the 7th at 9 a.m. until. we love for you to come on and join us. And I tell you, it's going to be a God-moving event. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker from the firm of Mauck and Baker. And if you would like to get in touch with us, that's at mauckbaker.com, Malkbaker.com, or you can reach us at 312-726-1243. going to have to save some. I've seen.